0: welcome to the iBuyer experiment we have some juicy stuff to talk about today so Open Doors ceo was replaced
1: i know what is the
0: skinny not
1: i mean not only is he ceo that's surprising founder right like like i mean obviously there was i think there was five six co-founders or whatever it was but i mean he's a a massive thought leader in that space and i mean you go ipo and quote unquote sell out that 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 board
0: Take we, intro, they take control. But they spun it.
1: They spun it, right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, we're talking
0: about Eric Wu, just for those of you that oh, yeah, we didn't say of, his name. <laughs> so one of the co-founders and the former CEO of Opendoor, Eric Wu, was replaced.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's face it. He's probably one of the top two, three names in the entire iBuyer movement. Yes. He is a big-ass deal.
0: Well, it's funny because Jason and I talk about this a lot, like truly in the capital markets and in the venture capital world, Keith Raboy is is the name. Uh, he's the one that funded Open Door and <laughs> really <laughs> put that together. But yeah, from a real estate industry perspective and from like what the real estate industry knows, it's Open Door. It's Eric it's cool. Wu.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, and he's the point man for so for so long, right? I mean, I, like he's been on so many stages, the thought leader. I mean, he also had an amazing background, a great resume that, that you know, the, what was it, the apartments.com or something like that that that, that um, spearheaded. So, anyways, I, I'm I have to admit personally, I'm still super shocked that that, that happened. I really am. I mean, I, I mean again, I get it that with the massive losses and you know, buying the market the way that they were and. Clearly, the board is not happy about losing almost a billion dollars in the quarter <laughs> right. three. But uh,
3: hey, it was kind they, of excessive. The rapper Eminem said it best: "Stay at the top as long as you can, and then when your run's over, just admit it." Hey, cooties to you, brother. You uh, you change. You help change the industry. Um. Hey. And and mm-hmm. I also was reading an article that he bought a
2: uh, beautiful thirty million dollar uh, Bel Air estate. I heard that too. So he's, are you
3: serious? He's he's pretty happy right now. I'm sure. Oh,
0: (laughs) Oh, dude, well, when they, like all glass, like this, this place is sick. Hey, I
1: remember like his salary was like 400,000 bucks or something like that. When, when they, when they IPO'd. And then, so he like, I mean, obviously they took a massive payday when, you know, when they IPO'd. And I mean, what was their, what, Jay, you probably remember, what was their original IPO? Like 25 billion or something? It was, it was pretty high. I don't know. man. Yeah. He, 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 uh, I think he sold some stack. Yeah.
0: Well, it, I mean, it was a SPAC. So yeah. it's a little different, but yeah. 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 It was, Definitely the valuation was massive. Yeah,
2: it was way up there. But so, it's uh, kind of tanked right now. So it's oh, like under $2 billion, so yeah. 1. 1. $1.3 or something.
0: It's buy. It's buy time. I am not giving stock advice. I am not a securities person. But no, I, but buy I, Open Buy Open I, I think buy it's offer buy, pad.
1: yeah. I, yep, I agree, offer pad too. Yeah, yeah was, start was, dipping your toe. Yeah, I yep. mean, I,
0: I actually think that the capital markets react so quickly to news and to information. And then when it comes to the real estate stocks, You know, real estate is more of a long-term asset. And so to have these like quick reactions to real estate stocks is actually a massive disservice. So we also know that Blackstone came out and said, hey, we're going to limit the withdrawals from the fund. And I think that that is because they're looking at this as a different type of asset class. And we can't have the liquidity that we normally do in most other stocks. Uh, And so I think it just, it speaks to what's happening with the institutionalization of real estate and with Wall Street being involved and it does kind of you know paint the picture of wow if these levers can be dialed so quickly and so dramatically that could massively impact our housing stock
1: yeah i, I mean I, I that's that's a really good insight what you just what you just shared there because you know again kind of keeping it simple and peeling it down what what she just said on that like it these are trendsetter people and if if we're watching the curves of what they're doing us that are practitioners in the industry right like we have opportunities to look at these you know, troughs and crests that, that go in the industry, and we have an opportunity to play on that, right? And with them peeling back actually the acquisitions that they are, and I know we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, there's a certain amount of transactions that are still going to happen, right? So now's the time to start thinking about targeting some of those, you know, investors. People are still going to buy, there's still obviously 1031 exchange, all those types of things. And when you could buy a property that's now going to be potentially down in value, But rents are still fantastic. I'm going to say that there's still going to be a really good market for, you know, for all of that out there. I mean, what, there's 20 million or what, how how many rental properties are there in America? 20 plus million, right, of of non-owner occupied properties where 90, what, 8% of those are owned by the mom and pop investor. That is an overwhelmingly huge pool of where it's at. And everybody wants to talk about the institution always because they are the trendsetters. They have the most money, et cetera. But I guess just peeling it back, you know, this is that time of year where it's goal setting, business planning, projection. You know, uh, I just want to encourage everybody to 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 think bigger, right? And it's not all doom and gloom out there. I know that was one of the things we were talking about, you know, pre to the podcast. Is some people's mindsets are a little down right now, and I'm I'm gonna challenge you that now is a time to to step up and shine, lay into that throttle.
0: Yeah, absolutely I mean clearly JP Morgan doesn't think that the housing market is going to crash they just announced that they're doing a billion dollar fund they're going to start buying single-family rentals in Atlanta they're starting with a 400 uh, unit single-family rental community so if you think the housing market is going to crash then you're betting against JP Morgan and I don't uh, know that that's a bet you want to make
1: I wouldn't bet against <laughs> JP Morgan
2: well I, don't I think I
0: would either <laughs> I
1: mean I'm JP Morgan is I mean again one of the founders I mean ultimately of, of America Right, like I mean, they they they're part of that that whole movement of what was it, the fathers of what is that show that's on history?
0: The men who built America, yeah, or something. That's there. such a great show. Yeah. I mean, and I I wish they they would have included some women. <laughs> it's like why <laughs> the
2: women who built America. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't
0: even vote then. All right, Miss so. miss, miss Vanderbilt. <laughs> miss Vanderbilt. But yes, that was an amazing miss, show. Miss Ford. I think Elliot probably watches it like every weekend. Just
1: give no. himself a boost. I, no, I, am, I am
0: not a sexist. <laughs> I know. <I'm> <laughs> but wait, let's go back to Opendoor. So I think that it is important to note that Eric Wu is remaining at the company. Uh-huh. He is now the president of their marketplace. And so Opendoor's shift is to their asset light marketplace, which is the Opendoor exclusives platform. If you're not familiar with Opendoor exclusives, it's because it's still a little uh, obscure. They're only operating in three markets Dallas, Houston, and Austin. And what this will allow a seller to do is get a cash offer on their home, and then they can place their listing of their own home on the Open Door exclusives platform for other buyers in the Open Door ecosystem to make an offer on. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, and then, of course, any homes that Open Door acquires, they will also place on the exclusive platform in those three markets and allow buyers to have first crack at purchasing the property at a discount.
2: Now, do you really uh, think this is, like, a big thing? Because, I, I I mean, Zillow's had, like, the or Zillow by owner. You, you oh, could list, you could list your house on move. Zillow or make me move, M- right? Me, yep. Like, so you can, forever. you can upload photos yeah. into Zillow and put your house on the market yourself. So why is this any different than what Zillow's doing? Uh, it's not. I don't think It's it just is. a different form. It's repackaged. Yeah, I feel like it's repackaged. I feel like it's it's. I mean, is, is Zillow crushing
1: it on their Make me move. No, and I mean, those of us again. I mean, me. I'm, I'm you know, I'm an old school kind of bare knuckle prospector, right? I used to hit Zillow. Make me moves all the time. That's a <laughs> great lead
0: source. Yes, it is. It probably still is yeah, a great God lead source. Is. Get them a cash offer.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what what Eric Wu does with this this marketplace. Um, I'm I'm really interested in to watch it uh, watch it evolve. Uh but I don't know. That I makes...
0: think that they also open door also has the capital markets and so they work with the funds and so that's a massive buyer and maybe they've paused for now at the moment or slowed down for now at the moment, but when they reemerge, which they will, we all know they will.
1: Of course.
2: Right? What do they buy thirty thirty percent of all homes in two thousand twenty one?
0: Exactly. And in markets like here, like Dallas, like Houston, like Austin the percentages were much higher. I know in Phoenix it was 49% offhand. I don't recall what yeah. it was in those markets where Open Door Exclusives is, but my guess is is Open Door Exclusives expands to all of the very prominent um, you know, single-family, yeah, the Sun Belt states, single-family rental states where, where investors are buying.
3: Hey, it doesn't surprise me they're doing it. <clears throat> I mean, it makes sense. Think about it. It's just another avenue for them to get eyeballs into the platform and give a reason for somebody nah. to go to open door, be like, oh, well, maybe I can find something exclusive. And then what happens? Then they might get more business from that consumer. So just to, it's, just an, it's just another way to get them into the open door system.
0: I agree, the ecosystem is, it's growing. And one of the things I talk about a lot on my coaching calls <clears throat> is how I do research like every Sunday night in preparation for my coaching calls. And I always look at the Google Trends because I'm just fascinated by what people are Googling when it comes to selling their home, buying a home. And one of the things that I've uncovered is "open door" is constantly a breakout search term. Wow. So people are searching that out. Also, I did some research on, you know, customer experience. And customers are flocking towards businesses that have a convenient experience. And there's all of this data around convenience and how it's a driver of, not only like being willing to pay more, but referring that company more, using that company again. And convenience reigns supreme. And so if you look at what Open Door is doing, they're building this ecosystem that's easy, it's convenient. Three of the core principles for convenience are self-service. So it gives the the seller and buyer a way to do it on their own. I think the difference is with Zillow, you know, you still have that kind of of I want to go see this house. How do I get in contact with this seller? You have to reach out to the seller. It's awkward. I mean, with Open Door, you can literally go see homes on your own on the weekend by yourself. Without get into it agent. by yourself. I mean, but that's that was cool. Those are
2: owned by by Open Door. Do you think they're gonna they're gonna open that up to the exclusive? Yes. I don't so be like, Here, I know. Here's a yeah. camera. Here's yep. a
1: doorknob. We'll we'll put it on your put it on your house. Well, oh, you, you saw can Lenar do it. Sell right? your own yep. home. I, I mean, I, it, was, it was just that same type of uh, of ideology. I mean, I could, I, I mean, we made that prediction, what, a couple of years ago that there's going to be some type of facial recognition or it'll be app recognition that you but can register to the property and you walk up to it, the door them, unlocks.
2: Don't, don't, don't you think they're going to uh, make them pay for it? Open Doors are going to pay for all that technology
1: to put on a Fisbo's house. I could see it being developed by an MLS or a board somewhere else, and there's some type of startup, right? Where they announce a subscription fee. No, what I'm saying
2: if 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 a if consumer wants to put their house on the open door market, oh, I follow you. I'm sorry. Is there a that, fee? And is there going to be a fee? And in and if and if they're going to like open it up to uh, buyers be able to go into those houses as well, mm-hmm. then those consumers that are living in their house are going to have to have some sort of technology mm-hmm. that will allow them to show
1: their house. Mm. So, who will pay for it? I guess we'll find
2: out. So that's,
1: that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, what problem are you solving, right? There's, there. It sounds like there's a market opportunity right there. I mean, there's, there's the technology is already there. Sure, um, but it costs money.
2: Yeah. So it, it is is open. Door going to allow them to um, just use their technology and. Hey, I, I want a camera. I want a door. I want a doorknob to, with
0: the. Not saying well, that's what's what's happening. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not
2: saying it's happening. Either, <laughs> Sometimes it's about that's that's what open doors houses are, right? They yeah. have they have the they have the the combination. They're able to co- go to the house without any agent.
1: Well, let's look at. I mean, let's, how is the
2: exclusive market going to do that?
1: Let's scale it back to like the normal agent based on what you just said, Jay. Right? It's uh, that's why listings are so important. I mean, there's a lot of agents out there that they'll. Do listings at one percent or no percent because of the eyeballs that that listing can attract, and you know the 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 unit economics that will kick in off of that. So if there's other ways that they're going to monetize off of that, then that's um, that's key. I mean, it reminds me just what what Keith was saying just a second ago, where it's all about the the eyeballs, right? Or one of the craziest new forms of currency is attention, right? When you can control eyeballs and all of those things, which you know, especially the media platforms, whatever else, and they're they're driving traffic by you know 50 million 100 million people that are going to be visiting that
3: well there's a there's a there's a ton of currency there in that yeah and if you just think about it too from a generational perspective that's where we are I mean we've been headed there for a while but oh. my generation and the generation below me that the the whole process of the baby boomers and above the way that they operated in life and the way that they transact we're talking about literally two different worlds at, Absolutely. at one time. So massive. It, shift. Make, it makes sense to me that they're gonna do that, right? And they and that's what we're that's what everyone's gonna look for, especially another ten years from now. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the way that real estate's done today from a traditional perspective very different.
1: The, the yeah. I the, agree. Order up your home sale or order up your home purchase through through a click of a button is it's one thousand percent coming, right? Just these hiking inflation, it's here. Hiking, hiking in interest rates, and you know the the shift, right? There's so many of the agents out there that be like, oh, these institutional buyers are gonna die, or oh, it's gonna go back to you know the way it a- always was, right? I'm not saying that, the, that there aren't gonna, there's not gonna be pieces and trails of that, but the toothpaste is out of the bottle and you can't get it back in. Like you just said, consumers today are again another form of currency convenience. is certainty and convenience. Right, and when you can supply that, that's absolutely a form of currency to today's consumer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the bigger the ecosystem gets, the less expensive it becomes to have certainty, to Great have point. convenience. So that's gonna be really interesting to kind of follow. Yeah, so the shakeup at Open Door, I think as we can all agree is really indicative probably of the board and probably of the $920 million loss in quarter three. I also think that the spin was brilliant. I'm always fascinated by Opendoor's PR. Um, by yeah, way, really good. You know, it's so good. I Masters
2: mean they, of spin. They
0: are so good. It's awesome. It's, it's so awesome. good. But, hey, you know, kudos to them for being able to blow $920 billion and still being around today.
2: Million? Yeah. Or hey, million, I bet yeah, you, yeah. I bet no, you by like the good. end of next year, yeah. they recoup that. Yeah, so so Carrie Wheeler is now the CEO.
0: Okay. Yes. She was the former CFO, CFO and yeah. she comes yes. from the capital markets, apparently. So, they,
2: so I heard they spun a they spun it a little bit by saying like, "Hey, this is this means that they're going to be now looking to be profitable, right?" They they're putting a C, CFO into the CEO um uh chair, right. CEO chair and that means that they're going to be looking for profitability now.
3: Oh, we know they will. We know. We <laughs> can see where their offers are coming in now. There's yeah. profit. <laughs> Hell yeah, they're going to be profitable. What's Chief wild? i passionate about I, they're, That's why I said they're going to recruit that by the we're end of next year. The women are in charge and now. Un- that, and, now, and, now we're going for
2: profitability, right? Yeah,
3: even if their offer request acceptance rate is less, what they what is going to get accepted is going to recoup that and it's just a numbers game right so well they have they have consumer mindshare now like you said with them
1: being on the google trend searches and whatever else people are searching them out they're still looking for that certain convenient easy click button cash offer right and people they, they, again when you can control the timelines and there's so many people that are accepting these cash offers because they're going to make money on the acquisition of their next sell right they'll they'll take a haircut on this to purchase to win on the next purchase and I, I I think that that's I, that's honestly overlooked. I, I I think that that's more prevalent than most people think when they when they analyze this.
0: Yeah, so definitely definitely interesting news got us all talking. I know we we were all like, oh, Whoa. What
1: I'm I was so shocked.
2: Such by
0: that. a Eric Wu is just such a visionary in yes. this space. And yeah,
2: but that, a lot of the um, I was the Datador podcast, and they were talking about how maybe Eric Wu wasn't like the real like, you know. Crazy CEO that's out on the on the circuit talking about certain things, but he was more of like a in depth, like in the weeds type yeah of practitioner practitioner. You know, so there were things they were saying, hey, this is probably a good thing for the Carrie Wheeler's gonna come out there and start to you know really get out and and talk about their mission more. So.
0: I think it's pretty cool that they Time put a tell. put a female in at the helm of that. Very rare in real estate technology to see a female in the C suite, especially at the top spot. So I'm I was sure excited she's about crush that. It. Yeah. I,
1: I, I do. I think she's gonna crush it.
0: I've listened to her on the earnings calls and very bright, very intelligent. So I'm I'm you know excited to see how that progresses.
2: Yeah, she's on a lot of different boards. She's on the
3: the board at Dollar Tree.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
3: I did not know that. And J Crew.
0: <laughs> really? And J Crew Cr- how funny she was. Uh,
3: the start of the <laughs> rise of the women CEOs in the real estate industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's coming. I hope
0: so. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> hey,
3: I I don't I'm totally fine with it. That it's got it's the best the best person for the job. Makes sense.
0: Yep.
1: So what do we got? I mean, I know as we kind of wind down here, what do we got for the, for the listeners, right? Again, let's, let's uh, if we can, maybe let's all share around like the mindset. What, now it's, you know, beginning of December, business planning, execution, implementation plans, all those things start to happen where, hey, what's my forecast for, for 2023? <laughs> what's my first quarter, right? What, so what kind of advice can we,
3: can we share with these guys to go out and you know, get their unfair share of the market? Well, I, I ended that with my coaching call uh this morning and really what it comes down to is it's easy to go it's toward the end of the year ready to relax i got that holiday mindset and have a good time i'll pick it back up next year and get that crap throw it out (laughs) it is go time now as elliot mentioned because what you what you start now, you're going to start seeing the fruits of those labor in 60 to 90 days. Yep. So if you want a strong first quarter of 2023, you need to be having more real estate conversations than you're planning on having in January. So your January, February, March starts getting blood. Yeah, I, I would say just get excited about um, all the
2: doom and gloom out there because yeah. that means that. Agents are going to get out of the business. They're going to be depressed. They're going to like. They're going to relax over the holidays. Yeah. They're not going to do anything. Have Here that you? extra bourbon. Boo hoo, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, be a be a booer not or be a doer not a booer. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: <laughs> well, uh, hey, re- regardless of what's out there, remember there's always an equal and opposite to everything. So if there's doom and gloom, guess what? That means there's a hell of a lot of opportunity all at the same time. That's right. The so, that's solid. What do you got, Kayla?
0: I think inspect what you expect. If you have a little bit of time right now, use this extra time to really inspect your business, uh, see how you're operating, see what your system and process looks like, and really take that time to uh, just upgrade your business.
1: Awesome. I love it. Um, what I got is this. What is your big domino goal? right? So what's that one goal that you have that's going to directly impact all of your other goals? Then peel that back to your one-day goal. How does that one-day goal line up with your big goal, right? You are the visionary. You are the, the, the executioner, right? And it's all about implementation in your business. And if you can implement that strategy, just peeling it back sometimes down
3: to the one day, win the day, win the day, win the day. Win the day. That's the Darren Hardy compound effect that's right baby it's your moment to moment choices that ends up getting gargantuan results and it's sometimes not fun it's mundane and it's not sexy eat your frogs like elliot said every single day all of a sudden compounds into holy cow i've been doing this for 90 days look at my results in the book doesn't he say something
1: like this incremental moves may uh, create monumental results yeah, sure. yeah, I'm sure. I, he's, I, I, I don't know if I that. I'm a sure fact. I that no, from somewhere. No, that's that's in a book. Mm. Okay, I, I think it might <laughs> be a
0: compound effect. Great book. I love that book, and 100 agree. And sometimes we overcomplicate something that's really quite simple. Keith said it best. Go out there, have real estate conversations. Increase the amount of real estate conversations, and beautiful things will happen. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the iBuyer Experiment. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe.
2: Peace. Peace.